0: Hey Gators, how are you? Welcome aboard, uh, live from the Gator community with me Ronnie Barber, uh, the birds are singing, it's a bit dull and overcast here in the Gator community, but uh, we've already been out an exercise, we were doing, were, um, I think, it, what was it today we're doing, what's the exercise we're doing, I can't remember the exercise, um, oh yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, combat yoga, which is brilliant. It's kind of, you do all these movements, but actually can be used as self-defence. Brilliant. Some of the people in this sort of uh, community use it for sex as well, but I'm not going to go into that. Uh, I'm very excited today because um, two things happening. Well, it's one thing, but two things involved in it. My wife works half day on a a Tuesday, so I've decided after my sojourn last week to go off to Sunny Honey and uh, spend the morning there. My wife said, well, why don't we go next, uh, you know, why don't we go up there and, and we won't eat lunch. We'll just drive up and we'll get a fish supper. Oh, I love a fish supper. And have it at the seafront, which is great. Then the uh, seagulls can nick my, my fish supper. But I'm excited about that. It's lovely, isn't it? And the other thing we're doing is I'm buying a bag of uh, compost at the garden centre. I know. Oh, show business life I lead. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I I mean, I'll go back into the garden centre again. But yeah, it's compost. But don't ask me what kind of compost it is and what kind of compost I need and what com- kind of compost, uh, what I should pay for it. Uh, but I'm so excited. So the day is looking good. I'll get out on the bike after I've done a wee bit of the pod The pod a The pod. Anyway, uh, we'll do with a wee bit of that uh, later on. I uh, see the, my thing about the face mask. Yes, it's going to become official after Michael Golf saying it's not official. Uh, it's going to become official on the 24th of July. This government has never really learned about the thing about doing something now, right? If you think you need to do the lock in now, do the lock in now. Oh, somebody speed! Oh, somebody speeding in a. It's one of those Volkswagen carbonets. I think it's the. The high wire people Yeah we got uh, the high wire dancers We had three but One of them fell off Oh that's the way out in their, their caravanette in Those uh, Volkswagen caravanettes Yeah uh so the uh, They're going to put the face mask in From the 24th of July And I've been trying to fathom out In my head What would be the reason uh, To do it on the 24th of July And the only thing I can think of Is that it gives the government enough time to change their mind. That's the only thing. I, it's the only thing I can come up with. Why would they not do it now and get it going and 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 let's you know start protecting people now? There are other issues. Oh yeah. Uh, well, my uh, my granddaughter Daisy is uh, she's autistic, autistic, and she doesn't like me wearing the mask if I go around. And uh, when we were really on lockdown, and I went to the front door, I socially distanced, but I had my mask on. She didn't like the mask at all, not happy. So, the children with autism, uh, it will be a problem. But we've got to think about the shielders. We've got to get the shielders out uh, of the house. And uh, if it means us wearing masks to protect them, because that's where it is, it's protecting them, then let's do it. Uh, But there are issues about people who can't wear it for certain reasons. That's fine. All right. It goes down to this keep your nose out of other people's masks. Let, if they don't want to wear a mask don't give them a hard time or you know because it's 100 quid fine but how they're gonna do that? I don't know uh, but uh, don't worry about them worry about you i want you to worry about you just worry about what you're doing and let the rest get on with it sanitize sanitize do, 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 do. I sanitize do, 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 do. Uh, uh, keep your hands, uh, wash your hands, keep washing your hands everybody uh, and keep your social distance if you can and don't go to where uh, uh, it, it's, uh, it's going to be uh, hard to uh, be you know, the two metres thing. Big news just in, I thought you'd be excited at this, Kate Middleton, you know the, uh, yeah, she's married to, um, what's his name, the Duchess of Cambridge... Uh, Put on a stylish display yesterday. She marked the national launch of Tiny Happy People, which is a lovely idea. It's a BBC education initiative, providing a range of free digital resources for the kids. But the big news is she's got a newer hair colour. Yeah, Uh, she's got a. uh, She looks chic. Kate Middleton, 30, looks chic. I don't think I've ever managed to look chic. I've looked. She was in a patterned... This is what gets me, this one. She's in a patterned 50, 1,565 quid worth Amelia em, Wickstead monochrome shirt dress. It was singed at the waist. What is singed? Does that mean gathered? Which is currently on sale for £469. Pounds, appears to have its sleeves altered. Oh, she's had her sleeves altered. Well, she's, she's, but the big news is she's got her hair done. She's done her hair. Uh, she, what, what, she's looking for a... Here, here it is. Uh, she, and it's, I think they're calling it blonde. It's brown and blonde together. Yeah, Kate's been to the salon, Duchess of Cambridge Sports Lighter, a blonde looks. Uh, so she's got... She looks quite nice. See, that's the problem for men. We can't really do different hairstyles. We've either got hair or we don't have a hair. That's it. But um, I used to really... It looked like I'd had a perm. I really, Leo Sayer hair, oh man, oh yeah, it broke the ladies hearts And all my mum's friends used to love my hair, oh look at that lovely head of hair he's got I know, it worked, you know, it did the right thing for me um, So Kate's okay, got new hairstyle, so uh, hallelujah uh, Dodgy, quest, dodgy uh, report of the day, feeling sorry, well do, do I feel sorry for this guy? Ex met police sergeant's ten year affair. Ten no, lots of things going around in my head here. A ten year affair. How do you keep? I can I can barely tell my why I you know I, I cannot I never been able to tell a lie. My mum could always tell when I was telling a lie. But I could never. How do you keep a ten year affair secret? How do you do the whole thing? But I I worked with a guy once, and he used to have to go and use public telephones. Or he used to make out he was going and playing squash or walking the dog, uh, but he'd be calling his uh, girlfriend. And it's a weird position to be in when you know both parties, isn't it? When you know him and her and you know he's having a... Uh, Ex-Met Police Sergeant's 10-year affair ended after he called his mistress by his wife's name when they were in bed together. <gasps> oh, it's the other way around. Oh, he he said, Bartley said, Karen, when he was in bed with Sharon. (laughs) I didn't read that before. He was a... (laughs) Uh, Darren. Oh, no, wait a minute. His name is Darren. His girlfriend, he said, Karen, when he was in bed with Sharon. (laughs) This is getting funnier. Oh... I've got to read. I just saw the headline, to be fair. You know, I, just, I was looking at stuff we could talk about this morning. And I just... So Darren said Karen when he was in bed with Sharon. And the relationship ended soon after uh, when the uh, lady, uh, Sharon, cut contact with, the Bir- uh, with, with uh, this man. He's called Birmingham. He sent her 36 emails to win her back while he was on holiday with his wife. <laughs> Uh, he said Karen, he was in bed with Sharon, as reported by the Sun. The relationship ended soon after, uh, then uh, when Miss Murphy cut all contact with the, uh, the former police officer. Oh, no. They tried to win her back with emails, because emails emails will win you back, won't they? Oh, dear. Well, So there's the, there's the thing. Uh, there are loads of things to come out. Don't have an affair. But if you're going to have an affair, make sure you uh, don't have it rhyming. Darren, Karen, Sharon. There's a menage a trois. Eh? Ménage à I've never had one of those. I've had a pret a -a but that's it. You remember I was talking about uh, honey traps last week, talking of affairs and things? Uh, Seduced by China's honey traps. The the theory is the Chinese are um, targeting, this is allegedly, the Chinese are are targeting uh, British establishment figures from politicians to other people, uh, to try and you know to try and get them on their side so that they they can do their, their thing excuse me cup of coffee I'm having an intenso this morning mm. oh. uh, seduced so by China's honey trap spies book that lays bare how deeply the Chinese have infiltrated Britain reveals how they steal intelligence using blackmail money and sex this guy who wrote the book he fell for it the hard way mm-hmm that's what it. That's what it said. Well, that's the way. If you're going to have an affair, always fall for it the hard way. Uh, he was in. He was in uh, Beijing for the Olympics, and uh, a, a lady approached. her A beautiful lady approached her, uh, and he threw caution to the wind and followed her lead. A couple of after a couple of glasses of wine, he asked her back to his hotel room. He later awoke, right to find to, and he, what he believes was drugged sleep to find he was on her way out she was out on her way out the door and his room had been ransacked my wallet was open I don't know if that's the way she talk, he talked. she had plainly gone through it but I knew she wasn't a simple thief because nothing was missing the context of his, contents of his blackberry had also been downloaded he'd been honey trapped I've always wondered what it would be like to be approached to become a spy you know because it happens at the big universities you know, somebody to say. How would you like to be? How how does it work? How do you? How do they finally say it to you? I know they must kind of groom you, uh, to become a spy. But then they say, "I think you'd be a good spy. You've got the face for spy." In. Uh, this man was involved in uh, London's Olympic bid and was a Chinese cap. Uh, was in the Chinese capital to build contacts with potential investors for the London Games. He said the woman, an agent of the Chinese Secret Service, must have been hunting for plans and details of who he was beating. He told newspapers when the story emerged a year later. I wasn't thinking straight. An attitude that neatly sums up the way that a decade on, too many politicians and businessmen in the West are still laying themselves open to seductive overtures from China. You don't want any of those seductive overtures, kids. They're not good for you. In the early 1990s, Britain's MI5 wrote a protect, protection manual for business people visiting China. Oh, be especially alert for flattery and overgenerous hospitality. Westerners are more likely to be the su- subject of long-term, low-key cultivation aimed at making inverted commas friends. So it's more the advice is more relevant than now, the 30 years on, but many still ignore it. The US Department of Justice estimates that between 2011 and 2018, China was involved in 90% of economic espionage cases. That's why we need the Secret Service, kids. Yeah, in the United States, a senior counterintelligence figure at the FBI observed in late 2018 that the Bureau had handled thousands of complaints about and investigations into non-traditional espionage activity. They're not even sticking to the traditional ways of doing it. An old Matahari, was it Matahari? Every rock we turn over, every time we look for it, it's not only there; it's worse than anticipated. So that's my warning of the day. If you're a London establishment figure, and somebody is uh, really nice to you, uh, you go to China, and somebody's really watch yourself. They'll take pictures, and then they could be used. Against you in a court of love Here's the other story Which I thought was good as well Don't take the money Business leaders urge top companies To forgo millions in government bonuses For putting furloughed staff back to work You know they uh, they, they, they get bonuses for keeping people Only businesses in dire straits encouraged to use government bonus payouts Several leading firms say they won't claim Under the £9 billion scheme Um, Leading firms urge to not take the money uh, Taylor, Wimpey, Barrett Holmes and Red Rose say they will not be claiming payouts under the £9 billion uh, uh, retention bonus scheme. That was a thing, £1,000 to keep workers going. Uh, they have already promised to hand back millions of pounds to Treasury after following thousands of staff and bringing them back as construction sites. were are opening, we open. Isn't that great? These are great British companies. A uh, Barrett spokesman said all of our employees, other than those shielding, have returned from furlough, and Barrett will not be using the job retention bonus scheme. Yes, red raw the same. The their latest uh, promise follows uh, similar commitments made by retailers Primark, John Lewis, and gambling giant will, uh, William Hill. Now that's what we've got to applaud. See, this is why I, you know, I, I don't I don't go down this road. When uh, you're know, buying British and, and everything, because it's hard to do that. But I think uh, companies like that should be rewarded by our custom, right? We, you know, they're not taking the, the government money; they're going to see it through themselves. Though I think John Lewis could maybe do with it if they're closing the shops. But well done those companies. But I was thinking about that—that uh, I mean, thing. Take your money. Do you remember the uh, show? There's a quiz show called Take Your Pick, but hosted by Michael Miles. Are you going to take your money? Are you going to take the money or take your pick? And what it was like a pyramid uh, boxes um, built up, and there was keys to each one, and you had to guess you know where the money was or the prizes were. And you say, are you going to take the money? Or are you going to open the box? Are You going to take the money or open the box? And you go, oh, take the money, no, open, no, take the money, open the box. And Michael Miles used to do that, and that was like a ITV show, half past seven. I think Des O'Connor brought it back as well. But I was just looking at some of the, you know, because that was a a catchphrase. And I was just looking at some of the catchphrases uh, that uh, you'd know right away who who you're talking about. Things like uh, Bernie the Bolt, the golden Shot. remember that? Oh, you are awful, but I like you, Dick Emery show. Uh, what was the other one? It was, uh, oh, Larry Grayson, when he used to do the Generation get Oh, shut that door. Oh, shut. Oh, what a gay day. Look at the muck in here, he would say. Oh, uh, Harold Steptoe. You dirty old man. And this is a rubbish one. Greg, Craig Rebel Horwood. Uh, Horwood uh, straight come dancing. Three words. Fabulous. Plus, it's not a real, it's proper. It's not proper. It's not a proper one. Any other ones? Any other? Um, Fonzie would be A, but I was just looking to see if there's any. uh, The price is right. Come on down. Was that Leslie Crowther? What was the other one? Uh, Any other good quizzes up here I can see? Oh, hmm. Let me see. I thought there was another quiz, a couple of quizzes. Oh, uh, David Dickinson. Oh, a real Bobby Dazzler. David Dickinson, cheapest chips. Bargain Hunt and Dickinson's Real Deal. I quite like Dickinson's Real Deal. I do like it because it's kind of yeah. You wonder because they've got these experts. They come along. Uh, people come along with their uh, the little th- um, uh, the trinkets or things to sell, and uh, the bidding starts. And these these uh, these uh, people who are buying them, the antiques dealers, like they've got wads of money, and you wonder are they really buying them, or does the government... does the government <laughs> Freudian does The show giving the money? Or did they get a flat fee? Right. Uh, This is a good one. Darts World Championships. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, let's play darts. that's good. I haven't watched a quiz show for ages. I suppose all the quizzes now are like uh, the tipping point and all that and... The Chase, uh, Pointless, which I never, I don't think I've ever watched a full addiction. I've tried to. Oh, I've tried. Just so you don't uh, remember, yesterday I was talking about uh, Pretty, da 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 Da, Da Da Da, Pretty Patel, Home Secretary, she's brought out the points thing for the immigration. Turns out, our care workers don't earn enough to reach the criteria. The people who work in our fantastic care homes who have been there through this whole pandemic transpires, they don't reach the meet the criteria for the points because they don't earn enough. So they're saying, what's going to happen then? And I heard, even I heard David Davies, the, uh, the uh, Conservative guy, he was in charge of Brexit and all that. He was saying, well, let's pay them enough so they meet the criteria. Well, maybe that'll happen. But I think it'll be a terrible shame if we don't actually keep some of our fantastic um, care workers. And our nurses, we've got to look after them. What do points make? Passports. Right, do you want to talk about the set of the curious sex life of uh, Julius Caesar yet? Alright, I'll tell about it. You know that Julius Caesar? Et tu, Brutai? Today, Julius Caesar was an image of a Stoic leader, founder of the Roman Empire, a general who conquered barbaric Gauls. Gauls? were they had the Gauls. The Gaul of the Gauls. However, the less known fact is Caesar had a very lively sex life. So lively, even his legions would sing songs about it during long marches. In his youth, Caesar was uh, famous for cross-dressing and playing the role of a woman in relationship with other men. As a young man, he spent a lot of time in the court of Nicomedes IV in Bithynia, modern-day Turkey. And this fact alone fuelled rumours which followed Caesar for his whole life. Even his most loyal legionnaires were chanting, Caesar might have conquered the Gauls, but Nicomedes conquered him. Aye, aye. In Roman times, ladies and gentlemen, sexual relationships between two men uh, were acceptable. However, being in the submissive role in such a relationship was damning to the reputation of the masculine leader of legions. Indeed, this is the only stain on stain on Caesar's image of a tireless seducer. It said no woman, no wife and no daughter was safe before Caesar. He was famous, that Caesar was famous, for, uh, for seducing wives of allies and using sex with aristocratic women to improve his political status. He also spent an enormous amount of money, often public money, on the number of prostitutes. Caesar was given the nickname, Bad Adulterer. During one of uh, Caesar's triumphs, his soldiers were singing, Men of Rome, watch out for your wives, we're uh, bringing the bald adulterer home. In Gaul he mm, his way through a fortune which he borrowed here in Rome. Wow, they use the F word. I didn't use it there for you. Anyway, that's the stuff. Uh, just in case you were wondering about Caesar, he got up to it. Mind you, Rome, the Romans got up to stuff. A bit like the Victorians. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the Victorians were a nightmare. They were. They would go, you know, Victorians, it, you know, it wasn't just sponge. It was sex. Here's your last one from Scotland today. Big story. Pub in the stalls, electric fence to keep social distancing punters away from the bar. A couple of drunken revellers claimed they were electrocuted by the fence after too many pints. A pub has gone, gone viral after it installed an electric fence to keep punters away from the bar in a drastic social distancing measure. The landlord, oh, this it's in in the Daily Record, but it's in in Cornwall. The landlord at the Star Inn in Cornwall was fed up struggling to keep drunken customers under control uh, during the recent uh, reopening. The pub initially put on a polite notice asking people to stop congregating at the bar under new government guidance, but staff were forced to take matters into their own hands and erect the electric fence after drunk punters kept hanging around the bar waiting to be served. Speaking to Cornwall Live, landlord Johnny McFadden said, Before we I def- oh, I can't do Corn- no, I just upset any Cornwall listeners. Before the fence, people were not following social distancing and were doing as they pleased. But now people take heed to the guidance around social distancing. It's for everybody's benefit to get an electric shock. I just added that bit there. A couple of drunken revellers claimed they were electrocuted by the fence on Saturday night after one too many pints. I think that is the future. How exciting would that be, listeners? You go in for a pint and you get electrocuted. It's the way forward. Right, that's it. I'm going out on my bike and then I'm off to get my uh, chips and compost. Oh, fish and chips and compost. What a day ahead. I hope your day goes ahead. Wear a mask, folks. Uh, Don't wait till 24th. If you're in the shop, wear a mask. More of us wearing masks will tell the people who don't wear the mask, you look stupid. Wear a mask if you're indoors, unless you've got special dispensation. All right. Have a lovely day. I'll see you maybe tomorrow.